slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Greg and I are broadcasting from home. The rest of the guys there at the broadcast plaza and teleport. As we start a brand new hour, our number is 866 We Be Big. We'll chat with you before uh, the day is done, maybe even this hour. So when we get an opportunity, uh, we'll do that. Uh, don't forget the 12 working days of Christmas starts this Thursday. The first gift of Rick and Bubba Christmas will be given away coming up this Thursday. So be paying attention for that. And then we'll go 12 gifts in a row all the way to the big year ender. I believe this year coming up on December the 18th. Uh, so, so make a note of that. Uh, gang is all here, as I mentioned, and welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Yeah, Rick, glad to be here. Uh, honored and privileged and uh, very thankful for the opportunity to do so. Uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about the big boxing match this weekend, and we got a lot of sports to cover. Trust me, there was a lot going on this weekend. But we were uh, we were we we're going to talk about Mike Tyson's bout. But one of the undercards, Nate Robinson, former NBA player, former dunk champion. How many times, Hams? Did he win three time, time. dunk champion? Uh, he also went on after his NBA career to play on the Seattle Seahawks practice squad, and is a is a great athlete. But he took on this guy, Jake Paul, who is a, apparently a YouTuber or something. And has boxed before. And and he's a beast, man. He's a big old boy. And it didn't work out well for Nate. He got knocked out. But I wanted you to see this other video, Rick, where you get a, a, a better feel of what actually happened. You're eventually. Yeah, make him think. There you go. Faint step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, mm. caught him. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. What, a, what in the world? <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were watching the movie that, that Barbershop uh, for a minute. Well, that's that, what that, 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 y'all, that ain't even the knockout yeah. for, the, for the end of it. That's just one of the knockdowns. That was the announcers. I got scared, I'll be honest with you. The, the whole boxing match was a little strange. You might want to watch that audio there. He's trying to get That's it. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> so he is out. Is Big Mama's out? <laughs> uh, that is one thing that uh, that I did hear is that Snoop was on the call too and uh, had Eyes a few colorful things to say. <laughs> yeah, he, he started screaming, calling ambulance. <laughs> yeah, when uh, right. Nate hit the ground because he was not moving. Oh my gracious! But he he was taken to the hospital, checked yeah. out. He's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed, Bub, when you listed Nate's uh, accolades in his resume, boxing was not on there. No, uh, no, it's uh, yeah, there's a skill uh, set there. There's a skill set, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. And, well, um, I, uh, the guys were telling me, uh, and you guys were talking in the break. I, I did not see this. Um, I guess the word event. Uh, I'll use that word loosely. <laughs> so we we had we we had Tyson fight. And he claimed that he smoked dope before he fought. Yes. Yeah. 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 Says he smokes and, and every day. Dog, Rick. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg smoked in the ring. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they had performances between each match, and he performed while uh, smoking a joint in the <laughs> in the ring. Mm. Uh, so, uh, and then it, it, one one person described the fight as was it Snoop that said look like my my two uncles fighting at a barbecue. Yes, yeah. Now what? you got to understand something. Tyson is fifty four. Roy right. Jones Jr. is fifty one. So, do we, Adler, let's look at the footage at the end of this fight. World champions is a draw. 
Mr. Tyson, what do you think of that? Okay, I'll, I'm good with that. <laughs> you think you won the fight? Yeah, but I'm good with a draw. Why? Because I entertained the crowd. The crowd was happy with it. We'll be back to you in a second. You happy with this draw? Hell no. I ain't never said if I were to draw. I wear draws. I don't do draws. I like it. But the dude is so strong, man. And I understand why they say some things are bucket list. Because when he hits you, if it's his head, his punches, his body shots, don't matter. Everything hurts. So for me, I thought I did enough boxing on the outside to edge it out. But, you know, I'm cool with a draw. I mean, we just might have to try to do it again. Uh, yeah, I think that was the plan all along. That's why yeah. it was a draw. So yeah. now he's cool with a draw. Yeah, yeah. Once, well, he got, <laughs> once he talked through it, he's cool right. with a draw. And then what? Tyson started looking at him. <laughs> and they were they were trying to remind each other, hey, we got a check out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live through it, and uh, so we all ought to be good with it. Now, the, the fight's part of Tyson's Legends mm-hmm. Only League, which aims to offer past star athletes a way to play once again. Uh, and – they're saying he wanted to start this off uh, with this fight. So we'll definitely have a rematch, it looks like. Um, does anybody know what the check was like? What kind of check did they get? Uh, Wasn't it charity? Didn't it go to charity? I, I thought I'd, I saw something about that, Greg. Now, they may have cut themselves a little too. I don't know, but I thought they promoted it like it was a big charity event. Well, no, no way they didn't get a check. I don't know. <laughs> It may go to the Tyson Ranch, his cannabis farm. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it could. I think I read Tyson got a check for ten mil, but I don't know. Okay, not. Yeah, they, there was probably some overhead to the charity event, and I yeah. would imagine that Tyson getting a check was one of them, and probably Roy Jones Jr. got one too. Yeah, we were talking it. in the kickoff hour about uh, the amount of money that Tyson has squandered, and Helmsy, what was that? Six hundred eighty-five million. That's a, that's a lot. That's a yeah, lot. I'll be proud of that. <laughs> Mm. Did, did, I, did I this year he squandered over $600 million? <laughs> yeah, $685 yeah. million, Rick, to be exact. And he did pocket $10 million for this one, as Adler said. Yeah, I mean, no way that was all going to charity. Now, a percentage might be going to yeah. charity or after <laughs> we're going to get paid and then we're going to raise money for the charity. Yeah. You know, 10% may be going to the charity, 20%, I don't know. But but they walking away with a check if they're going to do this. Yeah. Uh, JC watched the fight, and uh, he said – Tyson clearly won, uh, and they were all shocked. They said draw. Yeah, well, Michael spend that money in two weeks. Yeah, I started spent. to say he won't get through the end of the year on ten million. I uh, hope they yeah. spread Do y'all it realize like Brewster's millions. Yeah. <laughs> Do y'all realize with the six hundred and eighty-five million, uh-huh. okay, that he made in his career earnings, there was a point where he was down twenty-three million in Man. debt, twenty-three million after making six hundred and eighty-five. Good night. He's I got a, you have a to one man that. show that he does. And you talks have about to wonder who breaks down how you can spend six hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, now, the language is rough, but you know, I'd it's like, actually a pretty good show. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, you know, I, I can't imagine. Of course, I, I guess any accountant that was trying to slow him down, he'd just get rid of. Right now, Don King got a chunk of it. Don't forget that. Oh yeah, Don. He ain't he ain't happy with Don King. No. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Greg, since you you saw this, it, it, wasn't it like? Didn't he go like hit theaters or? It was one. Was it a was it a, a TV deal or was it he in on a tour when he went around? It was like a. It was yeah. It was like a show. People, you know, you see a one man show, and it was yeah. on. I guess it was in Vegas, maybe. Yeah, but now what was the? Did he say Don King is the main chunk? Well, he took a big chunk, but his his his, his lifestyle though was off the chart. Like when you're buying tigers and <laughs> mansions and cars, and he would he would get a car and just give it away, and just he just it was just mad money to him, you know. Well, you know, uh, another guy that's had a lot of money and bought a lot of stuff, yeah, was old Mayweather. But he, I mean, he's, 
At least he's got something to show for it, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah, he seems to. He's made more money than he's the highest pay athlete for years. Yeah, ever, know? I think. The good news is his 418 acres uh, that he has for his cannabis-themed resort yeah. pulls in $1 million a month. I was going to say, I, I'm sure he's doing <laughs> Think well about what that. I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Well, it's, a, it's a new business model out there, isn't it, boys? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you know what John Maxwell said? Resilience. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to bounce back. <laughs> Mike finally found something he can do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, and, and you know what? And they're trying to say this country needs to be changed. I mean, come on. Come on. Where, where else in the world can you have that kind of bounce back? Right. I'll tell you where else. Nowhere. Uh, 15 minutes fast. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Thanks for being with us. Check our website, rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Selling arms. It's past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up. Uh, Greg and I uh, have uh, possibly been exposed to, to COVID-19, and we're trying to figure out. Uh, we're letting all that process uh, take place uh, on whether we will return or not. Uh, so if not, uh, you know, if we come up, uh, and have it, then obviously we'll come back. Uh, it'll, it'll be longer. Uh, if we don't, we'll be back quicker. That that's the bottom line. So, uh, so we are, uh, we are on location. The rest of the guys are there at the broadcast plaza and teleport. Uh, so we're recapping, um, you know, we, we've been gone. Uh, we were off Thanksgiving, uh, black Friday, and then, uh, uh back, uh, Monday. Uh, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later on. Let's get into some of the college football over the weekend and, and the bizarro world that is college football. Can you get a team on the field? Can you not? Uh, you know, this conference does this, this conference does that playoff implications. Will Ohio state ever play again? Uh, so, uh, you know, female kickers, uh, I don't know if that was trying to save a job or, or saying I'm done with my job. I, what a weird weekend. Well, yeah. Rick, let, let's start with Friday night. We had Oregon, Oregon state play and Oregon was, you know, the, the pac 12s hope to actually make it to the playoffs and they lost. To Oregon State and Rick, what I'm calling one of the most visually difficult games to watch we've had. Uh, we had Oregon in the bright yellow and Oregon State in this bright orange color. And even for us people who have color blindness, it was painful to watch. I mean, it, it was really a lot of brightness out there. Yeah, I, I can't imagine with you with your issues on color blindness. I didn't see any of that game, but it sounds like that would have been a visual nightmare. Yeah, fog, you had to have it with in. the fog. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and throw a fog it. in there yeah, too. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness, <laughs> no, it, was, it was a mess. It really was. And well, also all the Oregon Duck fans also get they they got hammered, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they they did lose. Uh, they they lost. Um, it was it's only by a couple. It was um, forty one to thirty eight. Yeah, and, and I will tell you, I'm I'm being honest here. I turned it off, and Oregon was leading, and I thought, well, no way they lose this ball game. And I woke up the next morning, and the Beavers had won. And that, yeah, and that's my story too. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, same I, thing. I completely don't even know how it happened. Right or could have happened. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I didn't even know the game was on. And earlier. I, I Earlier that day, North Carolina and Notre Dame played, and yeah. that was a good football game up until about the f- midway through the fourth quarter. Right, and then Iowa beat Nebraska on Friday. Yeah. And then what's up with 
poor old Texas. Uh, and Iowa State beats Texas 23-20. Those were the Friday games. Yeah. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. in, if you're a Texas fan right now, it's dark days because you, you've suffered that loss. You're not doing good. And then your cross-state rivals, A&M, is sitting there on the verge of getting in the playoffs yeah. for the first time ever. Mm. And Jimbo Fisher has Texas A&M at a, at a place they haven't been at before. I mean, he's you got to admit, he's done a good job turning that program around. He's sitting there with yeah. one loss, and that was to number one Alabama. But I would say that uh, that if if one of these other teams slip, he's got a well, pretty good chance. Of think in. about this too, and I know if Florida, if they go to the championship game, which right. it looks like they will, and play Alabama, Texas and beat Florida. Right, yeah. that's yeah. who beat them. So, so yeah. if Alabama hey. beats them, there's a pretty good chance you'll see A and M slip yeah. into but, that but spot, that, unless they, they jump somebody Auburn. over them. They yeah. got to play Auburn. Y'all better look out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it so. goes back to so Texas A and M is in the West, so they don't make it to the championship right. game. So they sit there and. Can, <clears throat> Again, you may be in a position, and I think this is unfortunate, but we've had it before, where not going to the championship game plays in your advantage. And I think they're going to have to fix that in the future somehow. But uh, as you mentioned, they will play Auburn. Auburn uh, got drilled pretty good in the Iron Bowl by Alabama. It was a walk. Wasn't really as close as the score indicated. Mm -mm. And then you had the Egg Bowl, which turned out to be a really good finish with Mississippi State throwing to the end zone on the last play of the game to tie it up. Yeah. That, that was quite a battle back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that game. I, I watched a little bit of both of those games. Uh, yeah, and, and it, when it was, it, it was, a you know, obviously it's um, it, just the fact that we were all excited about seeing Lane Kiffin take on Mike Leach. We couldn't mm-hmm. believe that that's right. now the coaches in the <laughs> in the Egg Bowl. And, right. uh, and it, you know, it, it's interesting. You know, you've got uh, Kiffin obviously has a, an incredible offense. Uh, not much defense, and then Mississippi State, their their weird weird year. Mm-hmm. You know, they're down to the forty nine fifty players, uh, and they're still playing, and and really probably playing better other than the LSU game. But then we found out LSU was not as good as we thought they were going to be. Right. Uh, but uh, it's almost like uh, the 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 Bulldogs are playing you know some inspired football right now as the underdogs and. Hey, you know, and I think it, it, when you see with the kind of season Mississippi State's having, I think they they are where you you eventually get, and they've done it. And that is, let's put people on the field that actually want to play, yeah. uh, and let's yeah. put people on the field that that will you know die on the field, mm-hmm. even though we may not be as athletic and gifted as the teams we're playing. You do see them being more competitive with an inspired group out there, even versus even a group that was uninspired that might have been more athletic. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I, I thought think Mike, they got him a quarterback, too. I, do I was too. impressed this, yeah, with him. Yeah, he, he can sling it. Um, Mike Leach on Lane Kiffin going for it on fourth down six times. You know, Kiffin is uh, this, <laughs> these analytics of yeah. if, if it's yeah. less than six yards, he's going for it. Uh, and he went for it twice, I think, inside Mississippi State's 10. Uh, and uh, Mike Leach was quoted saying, I was wondering – uh, to what extent he hated their kicker or their punter? Maybe next <laughs> next time those guys can win a popularity contest. But it seems like they're they're not down right now. <laughs> Basically, saying he must really hate his kickers for, for, to keep going for it. Well, the no, way I mean is. we we've talked about this. There's been very smart people run the numbers on this, and you really are better off going for it most of the time, unless you're just like backed up inside yeah. your own thirty yard line. I mean, <laughs> the the numbers say you get it most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But, I, you know, hearing some of these announcers now, because, you know, you can't help but think about the obvious, and, and, and I, I'm fine with the analytics and all that, but the announcers always think they're sharp sure. when, they, when they think they're the first person ever <laughs> says it. Yeah, because seven is, is more than three. 
Yeah, we got that. But you know what else is more than zero? Three. <laughs> three, three, three is more than zero. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, so if you don't make it, uh, you know, you you got no points. Yeah. Uh, so if they, if they would go ahead and add that part, I, I, we all know that seven is more than three, but three is more than zero too. <laughs> yeah. Really, what ended up as far as the Iron Bowl, the Alabama Auburn game being really the most interesting part of it, the fact that Nick Saban had tested positive for COVID and had uh, minor symptoms. And I saw him being interviewed before and on the phone after uh, was the fact that he missed that game. And uh, he did in one of the interviews, he said he would probably just watch it alone because he probably doesn't take it real well. (laughs) But I I imagine that had to be quite an experience for a guy who has been as successful as he has on the field. And he had to sit at home and watch it just like the rest Mm. of us. Bubba, you mean the fact that they said the only game he had ever missed was when his daddy died? Yeah, and that was like the very first year he coached. Yeah, he when he was a graduate assistant, he right. missed a game to go to his dad's funeral. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so he has never missed a game since then. Uh, so yeah, I, I bet that was odd. But the good news is when you have the kind of players they have. Uh, you know, but, but I understand what he's talking about when you're like him, nobody can watch a game with you. Yeah. I mean, nobody, I mean, you you have to watch it by yourself. Uh, but, uh, they're a machine and, uh, you know, nothing, nothing much changes. Uh, you, you see with Saban, he's rotated how many different assistants out, how many different players. Mm -hmm. Incredible. And, and, And his teams still look the same. So if there's anybody that can just flip the automatic switch and watch it at home, it's Alabama. Yeah, it is. And, you know, with him uh, having that scare a couple of weeks ago, they had to get into a plan of, all right, what are we going to do? So th- their program was uh, – they have a depth chart of coaches when it comes to positions <laughs> where, you know, depending on what coach could get sick or be in a contact tracing type of deal where somebody jumps in and takes their responsibility and everybody moves around. And a lot of schools are having to go to that because you never know. But it looked like they didn't miss a beat. Yeah, really, really mm-hmm. weird to see Bryant-Denny Stadium – you know, a hundred thousand seats and, and to see it spread out like that. Really strange. Yeah. Very <laughs> for, especially for an iron bowl, just really odd. Yeah. What a what a odd year this has been. And Rick, uh, also <laughs> in college football, big news. We had the first female play in a power five game, Sarah Fuller, and then Vandy fired their coach. Yeah. What a what a joke that whole thing was. Well, Eric I mean, Mason what out a, at Vandy. But what a, what a joke. I'm glad he's out. Yeah. I mean, what what a joke. I would have fired him just over that. <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to save his job or if that was the final straw. I don't know. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is our number it is cyber monday so uh so how about this be sure uh that if you have not done your shopping online you know it's it's funny i'll, I'll talk about that in a, in a minute something my sister was saying that that she and the the women that usually go out in black friday shop what they did this year is is very funny uh, and uh, I'll tell you about that coming up here in, in a bit. Uh, do want to pass this along, though, before we, we get into discussing some of the other stuff from this weekend. Uh, if you're not going to be able to be with your family, you know, here's what we're saying at our house. We went down from usually anywhere from 30 to 40 people to 10. Uh, and, and still, here I am quarantined at home because of 
of this whole COVID thing. But, you know, some of you and in our, in our family, you know, all we're thinking about right now is, is it possible to still save Christmas? You know, can't, will we yeah. still be able to get together in some way, shape or form outside of our nuclear family for, for Christmas? Um, you may or may not be able to do that, but Ancestry.com slash Bubba uh, can help with that. Uh, because uh, they've got some cool kits that you can get some savings on. You can give as a gift and then you and the family can sit around and enjoy, you know, the origin and the history of your family, even remotely. You could jump on zoom like I'm doing with the guys today. Y'all can get these kits out. Y'all can start discussing the origin of your family and have a blast with it. So if you'd like to, if you haven't thought about this, it might be a great gift idea to go to ancestry.com slash Bubba. That's ancestry.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button and give the gift of the history of your family and enjoy that uh this christmas season uh, or into the new year however you want to do it um all right so so bubba couple, couple we, other things we, from college rick uh yeah, and i don't know if you're yeah. aware of this we had a couple of historic performances this weekend well i'm not going to use historic for the vanderbilt thing well it, it, yeah. it was historic but was it a stunt more than anything i you know i think we're all in agreement that if you have a female go out there and she can outperform uh, a male and get the role get the job get the job done uh, none of us have a problem with that no no but, absolutely but it, not but it appears that you know maybe it's because vandy didn't get close enough to kick a field goal or didn't get to kick off again <laughs> She got in, started the game with a squib kick, and then that was it. But she was the first female ever to suit up in a Power 5 conference game. And she, you know, the thing is, and not to take away from her, she is an incredible athlete and just won the SEC uh, soccer uh, championship for Vanderbilt where she is a all-SEC goalie. So she's, she's 6'2", big girl, uh, strong athlete. But uh, brought in to kick, and I, I, I was Rick. I wasn't even completely sure why she was brought in. Were they were there other kickers okay. quarantined? Was that what it was? Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just shocked. They, I mean, if all that they were going to do is squib kick, I mean, surely they could have put somebody else to do that. Oh, right? that or but doesn't Vandy have a, a male soccer team? Well, I, I, I would think they would. I don't know. Just wondering. Well, the, the reason why I'm saying I don't want to call this historic you know, or talk about this as some great accomplishment. I mean, this would be like Jackie Robinson being put in the game to stand by base, and then you take him back out and put him in the dugout and say, we made history. Right. right. <laughs> you, you know, I, I mean, this is ridiculous. Um, if you want to do something historic, let's have a female kicker kick a game-winning field goal from 40-plus yards uh, to win a conference championship. Uh, or, or to win a or big to game, win a game. to win yeah. any game. Uh, this this is not this to me is is ridiculous. Uh, it's clearly uh, some kind of stunt to try to get some positive headlines for for a team that is struggling. Uh, I don't know if that's why they. I, it might embarrass. I, I I know y'all think this is crazy, or maybe you agree. So I'm, I guess I'm just assuming. I really believe this led to his firing. I I, I think that it embarrassed the Vanderbilt fans. Beyond you know being over in a COVID season, uh, I believe some of them since this, they've become a little bit of a laughing stock on this. I think it embarrassed them to the point they pulled the trigger. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, we've had Derek Mason on the show before. I like him as a person, uh, but you know, in the SEC, uh, you're you're paid to win ball games and you got to be successful. I know Vandy may not be historically one of the stronger football programs. They certainly do well in basketball and baseball. But, uh, you know, obviously he, he just hadn't performed. And you may be right, Rick. This may have been the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't know. 
Well, I, I think it embarrassed them. I mean, everybody that I saw talking about this, you know, I'm not talking about ESPN because I'm sure Max Kellerman today will want to will overcompensate so we don't think he's a misogynist. <laughs> but uh, but it, he'll probably fall over all over himself about this. But uh, people who are level headed and people who are fans of sports that that don't have some political correct agenda, they they were all laughing at Vanderbilt and uh, and and called it a joke. And uh, I even had some people texting me during the Iron Bowl going, maybe Malzahn should put some girls in. Yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, it, it became a mockery. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and I don't think this does anything for, for women, at, female athletes at all. I think it only – it's a step backward. I don't think it's a step forward. Uh, if, if, if I'm with you guys. If a female kicker is better than the male kickers available – uh, how about like, put her in the game, and if she gives you your best shot to win, mm-hmm. then she has earned that spot, and she should be treated with respect, and she should get accolades. But this was a publicity stunt. This this is a P.T. Barnum move. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping she'd kick it deep. I mean, I wanted to see her put it through the end zone, and then you give her props. You go, wow, she you know she kicked it through the end zone. Good good job. But I don't know if this squib kick was on purpose or just they knew that she couldn't kick it deep. I don't know. Yeah. So it did look a little stunnish. But we did have some other record-setting news that, that was incredible. Jared Patterson. Rick, did you see any of his runs this weekend? He tied a major college record with eight touchdowns, 409 rushing yards, and Buffalo's 70-41 to 41 win over Kent State. And he is a little guy, and he is a bowling ball, and he just ran all over the field. You know what? I, I didn't see his final stat for that game, but I did see them saying that he had set a record for the most 300-yard games in yeah. a row. Yeah, this as, wasn't as, just a one-and-done deal. He's been doing this all year. Yeah, uh, incredible running back, and I, I did see some of his highlights, but you're telling me for the first time his final stats from from this weekend. I had not heard those numbers. And, and Rick, the fact that he ran for 409 yards tied – the record for the most yards in a single game, he or the coach, or nor the coach, either one, knew that he was sitting on that record, and they actually set him out on the final drive of the game. If they would have handed him the ball and he'd have got one more yard, he would have broke the all-time record, but he tied it. So I'd like to know who held that all-time record. Don't want to put you on the spot. Does anybody know who that is? Oh, gosh. I knew you were going to ask that. I'm sorry. That's on me. I, I think it's uh, – was it Darren Sproles that used to play for the uh, for the uh, Saints? It, he held it at one time. I don't okay. know if that it was the one he tied, but at one time, Darren Sproles was that guy. And he's a little guy, too. Well, somebody said that uh, that, that there's a team this week that's going to let a, a female take a snap and take a knee. to run the clock out be the first female quarterback ever ever run into spocket well it makes just about as much about as much sense same thing yeah yeah Yeah. you want to know what feels weird in college football is to have some of these rivalry games but teams still have some time some two to three games left normally the rivalry games and with some schools that's like the last regular season game of the year but because of COVID and, and, the, and the schedules and canceled games, you know, or postponed games being rescheduled, it just it feels weird uh, to see is, some of these teams now. They still got games left. Is Florida State or Ohio State ever going to play again? I, I don't know. Ohio State still can't practice, and I think the Michigan State game they have this coming weekend uh, will be canceled, but, but they don't know. And then Florida State did have to cancel again. Uh, what against Duke? I think is who they were supposed to play. I can't remember, but they did cancel hey, on, again. On that note, did Michigan <clears throat> State hang on to upset Northwestern, or did they come back? And win? Yeah, they did. Yep, 
they beat Northwestern. Yeah, we all saw that one coming, didn't we? Yes. Hi, Bub. I've got your records here. Uh, who was it? All right. So Patterson tied the record. Uh, Howard Griffin, Griffith from Illinois on eight rushing touchdowns. That happened in 1990. And then uh, I don't even know how to get, say this guy's name. Samaje Perrine, oh, that's Perrine right. from Oklahoma. Yep, I remember that. Um, that was the total rushing yardage record belonged to him. He ran for 427 yards against Kansas in 2014. Well, why were they saying he tied it then in that story? Because oh, I don't the know. guy from Oklahoma had more <clears> yards. <throat> he had 400. And wasn't there something odd about that too? Because he wasn't normally a running back or he only played a couple of times when he – it was some because he wasn't a – Weekend, uh, I mean, he he, or was he their starting tailback? Do you remember that story? Because that was back in fourteen. We ought to remember that, shouldn't? We? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't recall that, Bubba. I'm I'm still working on last week. <laughs> <laughs> we all had too much turkey this weekend. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Do, y- do y'all want to do some phone calls next? Do y- you want to do that? Sure. Let's try it. Do it. All right. All right, we'll try that. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get Harry Murdahl on the case, and we'll chat with you. Whatever you want to talk about when we come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. And also, don't forget the website, Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Cyber Monday. Click on store and get it done. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, we will do something a little different this year involving uh, the Adler family and our kickoff of the Christmas season. Today, we officially kick off the Christmas season on the Rick and Bubba show, and the, the 12 working days of Christmas begins on Thursday, uh, gift number one. So be paying attention for that. We'll tell you more about what we've done in this COVID setup involving the Adlers, and usually they're kicking it off, but uh, they're special this year. There's an opportunity for you to watch it and enjoy it anywhere in the country. And we'll tell you those options coming up and we'll show you a trailer from this fully produced Christmas special, which is going to be pretty cool and be a great idea for you and family and friends to gather and, and watch on, on your on your own. All right. So phones are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, and we'll start those. Uh, I cannot see the caller. So Speedy or Bubba, you yeah. guys can. Speedy's on can, the call. Oh boy, All right, Speedy! You you tell us where we're starting, right. and we'll start talking to the people. All right, we go to Mark in Pelham, Alabama. Mark, what's up? Oh uh, yes, uh, did y'all by chance uh, see the cell guy in the Washington Utah game get knocked out? The who guy? The sound guy on the sideline. Oh no, that oh, holds the parabolic man. dish. I did not. Did he get hit? Oh, he. The Washington threw an interception, and Utah was running it back right before half. Washington pushed him out of bounds. He slid, took the guy's legs out with his hands in his pockets, and when he hit the ground, it knocked him out. Mm. Good night. Wow. No. No, not, not, not the body hits, then the head. Mm. Not that. Right. That's yeah, an old concussion maker in it. Yeah. Yeah, Good it night. is. If only he'd been a YouTuber, how many views would he have got? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Just think about that. All right, guys, we go to Hunter in Birmingham. <clears throat> Uh, Monkey Grass and Green Acres, boys. Oh, Thank wow. you, Hunter. About it. Thank you, buddy. I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. You know, we did. We had, it was smaller than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just kept it right in our immediate family, but it, it was a great time. Always good to enjoy that. Same, same. Um, I was going to ask you guys if y'all got to see the Nate Robinson fight against Jake Paul. 
Now, and we, Nate Robinson getting knocked out on, on national television. Yeah, we covered it a little while earlier. Uh, it was uh, I did not see it live, but I, I saw the highlights. And then really what's been more entertaining are the other professional athletes making fun of Nate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's go to Matt in Anniston, Alabama. Matt's on the air. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? I had a comment about the uh, female Vanderbilt kicker. Yes. I thought maybe – the squib kick was, was maybe by design where those tend to kind of die out right there on the spot, whereas if she tried to send it deep and there's more of a return, it might up the chances that she kind of gets put in some live fire and maybe, uh, maybe something, something bad could have happened. Oh, yeah, so I, th- I think that. definitely it was uh, you know, uh, done to protect her, which, again, is, I mean, if – she is the best kicker you've got. I don't. I don't. You know. I just don't understand. It just seemed like it was more of a publicity stunt than something that needed to be done. And look, if she can come in and get the job done, I, I, boy, I, two hats off to her. You know. Mm-hmm. But it, it just it, it looked more like a publicity stunt than than a real step forward for female athletics. Yeah, and and Bubba, you said you saw ESPN and somebody said who was at the game. They said watching her uh, warm up that she couldn't, she could barely kick an extra point. So that may just have been as far as she could kick it. Yeah, they were showing her warming up. Uh, they kept doing cut ins, and it, it just didn't look like she was. I mean, she was kicking some through the upright, but it looked like they were just barely getting through. From what I saw, this? maybe. There- and we had somebody uh, email us who was at the game and said that was the case. Didn't look like she kick it that far. Yeah, they they said it wasn't a squib kick. That's as far as she could kick it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Let's go to Bruce in Nashville. Wants to talk about this, Bruce. Hey. Yeah. Probably same same type thing. You know, sports has always been the purest form of the free market. The cream rises to the top. The best people play, and you let her start losing some games for people, and you'll see the fans respond to the uh, to the criticism. And the announcers they were obviously falling all over themselves. But who's going to be the first male announcer to criticize her play? And then have to make a public apology because you know what's going to happen to him. They won't oh, yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's right. the thing. They, no, yeah. no one's going to say this was bad because they don't want to go to the meetings. They don't want to be fired. I mean, they've all worked very hard to get their position, and they don't want to be, you know, thrown out because of political correctness. And you know, I don't blame them. Yeah. But uh, it, it's but, just, it, it just, you know, it, it, it was what it was. Yeah. Well, you know, and Bubba, you guys hit on it. The caller did too. I mean, guys, it's a pretty big deal that we have gotten to the point that we're living in in a world that is ridiculed with disin. Nothing, everything's disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Nothing's real anymore. Right. No, no, no one's telling the truth. No one's saying what the what is really going on. The emperor has no clothes, and not one person is allowed to say that he doesn't. I mean, so we're walking into a world where we're carrying on conversations. We're reading news stories. We're listening to commentary that is total BS. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there, there's there's not an ounce of truth or sincerity in any of it. And this is the world we now live in. We live in a fake world. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> That's so true, by the way. Rick, uh, it's a real world we're living in to support fake narratives. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Let's go to Chris in Pensacola. He saw the Jeff Dunham special, guys. What's up, Chris? Biggins, how's it going this morning? We're good, buddy. How about you? <clears throat> Good. Uh, you guys need to check it out. If you guys have not seen the bit, uh, he did the re- he kind of recreated the who's on first with Peanut last night, and it was like the Wi-Fi password. What's the Wi-Fi password? We have three Wi-Fi passwords, and it was really really funny. You guys need to check that out. It was really well done. 
And Jeff did a great job. It was real clean, and it was hilarious. I was rolling last night. It was so well done. Yeah. You know, he's a super talented guy. Yeah. I actually caught some of that Friday night, his special on Comedy Central that we talked to him about, and it was good. You could tell, though, he he talked about the environment, and you could tell he was kind of trying to get used to it. But, um, oh, Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Anybody see it? Let's go to Jonathan in Florida. Jonathan. Good night. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, as I laid there, laid up with COVID the other day on my couch watching. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and seeing artists that I'd never heard of sing songs that I don't know. <laughs> the only thing that could come across my mind was for the love of all that is good, please let the next float be Bubba sliding into that gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is funny you mention that because we were watching it at home like we always do. And uh, my son was there and you know, they threw up a name of somebody, and I, I, I said, I said, I didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. I said, Hunter, do you know who it is? And usually he, he would know. He said, mm-hmm. I don't know who that is either. So, <laughs> and you know, the lip syncing was oh, at an yeah. all-time terrible sure. level, and uh, it, it just—I mean—they had it. Nobody was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a block long. Some of it was pre-recorded. See, yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh, I, I saw where they had they even they announced that look we did part of this earlier in the week, mm-hmm. but we're gonna try to put it together. Look, and I don't, look, I understand it's we're in the COVID world. You're just trying to put on some kind of show, mm-hmm. and what, but, it, but it definitely it was not the same. Bubba, I, I, I'm not sure if it's true or not. Wasn't the female kicker at Vanderbilt the Grand Marshal? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't know. Rick, it, she the kicked story. it off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was historic, yeah. <laughs> guys. We're, we're just throwing around the word historic. That's a big oh, yeah. word. Yeah, that's an that's an important <laughs> word. You, you know, all she did it was historic because she put on a football uniform. That was it. That's really all she did. She walked out there with the uniform on. Yeah, I, I'll have to tell you the funny thing that happened to me with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And uh, but we don't have time. I'll I'll try to do that next hour, and y'all are gonna laugh real hard at me. By the way, <laughs> okay. The whole time I'm I'm watching a little bit of it. I was thinking, well, Greg would be making fun of me for watching this. But well, I, I tried to be sharp, and uh, it's not a tradition for me. And 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 my action showed it's not a tradition for me. Mm. I, I, I got so confused, I got trapped in some kind of time warp. Yeah, uh, I'll tell y'all about that. When we come back, and and we'll we'll kick off the season. We're gonna have a little holiday fun. When we come back. Okay, good. Yeah, we're going to do the Adler deal. We'll tell you about that and how you can do that and talk about some of the things going on here at the house. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, the boys are there at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Uh, the real Greg Burgess and I are broadcasting from home studios again, a la COVID-19 in 2020. Uh, so here we are again. Uh, we may or may not have been exposed to COVID. So we're letting the process take its uh, take its uh, toll, and then uh, we'll return whenever uh, the protocol calls for that. Uh, and we're working through that, and we'll keep you updated. Uh, as we start this hour, uh, do want to remind you of a couple of things that are going on. The 12 working days of Christmas will start Thursday. The first gift of Rick and Bubba Christmas. This is our biggie every year, and it's big gifts again. Uh, it is Cyber Monday, so you want to shop rickandbubba.com under the store. You also, uh, another option is themanchurch.com. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've been talking about uh, this uh, this 
offer on the final installment of the How to Be a Man 40-Day Devotionals. Um, and we've done the first one, The Pursuit of Christ-Centered Masculinity. The second one, uh, Real Men of the Bible. We take eight men of the Bible and go 40 days, five uh, days on each one. And our latest one will come out in January. Uh, they'll start shipping in January. And this one is, what, do, what, what does it look like to be a disciple of Christ? What, what does this actually mean? Uh, and we've got a, a group of writers along with uh, yours truly and Andy Blanks, and we've added Rich Wingo and some other writers, each one of us taking um, one of the five-day periods. And if you'd like an autograph devotional, either for the adult um, edition or the, the youth uh, edition, uh, that is available, and uh, you can go to howtobeamanpresale.com. You go ahead and get it there. I'll autograph them, and all those will be sent out in, in January. But you'll get a card that you print out to show the person you got them that for Christmas as well, and that uh, that will continue all the way up to the big year ender. So uh, all those options are available to you as we come back for a brand-new hour. And we welcome Bill Bubba Bussy. Hello, buddy. Well, Rick, glad to be here. Hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving weekend, and we're glad to be back with you. Well, we'll talk about some of those things, but but first, you know, a, a couple traditions in Rick and Bubba world are not the same uh, in our in our pandemic world in our O twenty twenty, and one of those is usually right now we would have just an exuberant uh, room full of singers and musicians led by by Chris Adler's dad, uh, the great Michael Adler, mm-hmm. uh, our very own Eddie Van Adler's daddy. Uh, and, and, and he's in there. Nobody loves the Christmas season more than one Michael Adler. Uh, but, but because we're trying to minimize exposure, we don't have our intern program. We don't have our golden ticket seats and our guests are coming in on zoom. We didn't think that this production was able to be pulled off, uh, with these limitations, but that doesn't mean that uh, the opportunity to enjoy the yearly Christmas special, it is available to you. It's called Hope is Alive this year. Uh, you can go to hopeisaliveshow.com. That's in show notes at rickandbubba.com. So this is uh, you know my home church, and obviously they will not be gathering there for the Christmas special this year. But if you're in the Birmingham area, it's pretty simple for you. Uh, WBRC Fox 6 on December the 6th, uh, is going to show it at 5 p.m. local time, and you can watch it, uh, you know, in your home. And it is—it's been fully produced. Uh, recording artist Drew and Ellie Holcomb uh, have joined all of our great singers and, and musicians uh, there at Shades Mountain Baptist Church out of Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, and so uh, it is going to be on uh, local television, but there will be a second stream that you can watch uh, from anywhere in the country. Uh, and you can find that information. Uh, that'll be at 6 p.m. coming up uh, uh, Central Time on December 6th as well. It's called the Lifeway Digital Pass, and you can stream that in your home anywhere. Uh, Hope is alive an hour later after it's already uh, been shown on WBRC in Birmingham. So for the rest of the country, all you need to do is go to that website, hopeisaliveshow.com, and get your digital pass from Lifeway and be ready to watch it uh, at 6 p.m. Central Time anywhere in the country. So what we have here is is a trailer that kind of promotes uh, mm-hmm. this this Christmas special. And it is, I'm talking about it's produced big time. It, it's going to look great. It's going to sound great. And what a great idea for you and your family uh, for the Christmas season. So so here, here it is. Here's a little, a little look at what it will be like. Uh, you know, uh, um, <laughs> how do you answer that question, right? 2020. 
2020 is the year that nobody wanted. It went really fast. We just didn't know what was going to be happening one day to the next. I don't know when it'll be completely back to normal. We've already canceled everything. In the moments of greatest despair, we often find truth. In the darkness, there is light. And the word I'd boil it down to is hope. Christmas is the beginning of the glorious story of a man that came to save us. That's where our hope is. That hope stay alive. Sing with the angels that fill up the sky. Those in the shadows who see the bright light is right here among us. Our God is with us tonight. Hope is So there it is. That kind of gives you a look a little bit uh, for those that are watching on uh, our YouTube channel or for those of you that are listening. But if you go to hopeisaliveshow.com, all the information is there. Uh, I've seen some of the production quality of this, and it is magnificent. So, uh, so make plans to watch it in the comfort of your home. Birmingham, Alabama, you can watch it on December 6th, 5 o'clock local time on Fox 6, WBRC. Everybody else, go get the Lifeway Digital Pass and you'll be streaming it at 6 p.m. Central Time anywhere in the country or around the world. You know, Rick, uh, when we get past COVID-19, and I'm going to assume eventually we will, Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, uh, speaking of hope, I I really want to see that new sanctuary. I mean, it really, I I just, the only part I've got to see is through some of these clips uh, with this and one of the other things that were going on, and that that really looks impressive. Incredible room. Uh, you know, uh, Garoski, his company, who you've heard us talk with Scott Garoski, uh, they built that out uh, and redid it, and it is an incredible room. You know, uh, you it are. was an incredible room prior to that, but, I mean, obviously it was, you know, designed and built a while back, and y'all certainly updated it, and uh, it really looks impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a chance to actually teach there on the last man church, and, uh, man, it's the first time I'd ever been up there in that room and it's really set up for, uh, for, you know, it's very, uh, teacher preacher friendly, but it's also musically all the sound system and everything upgraded, uh, the cameras, it, it is a remarkable room. And I know on this special, they'll bounce around to different locations, but you will see, as you saw in the trailer, you will see some of it actually from that room. So, so just enjoy it. It's really well done. And we're all looking for something new to watch you know, that may be a new tradition. So make, make plans to enjoy it in the, the Adlers, uh, you know, they do a great job. And of course this time they got special guests, recording artists, Drew and Ellie Holcomb. They'll also join them. Uh, so it'll be great. I was, uh, I was going to tell you guys, when we come back, we'll talk about it um, here at the house. As I'm doing the show live from the house, big things are happening. You know, we, we kick off the Christmas season here post Thanksgiving. Uh, so in the, in the next 48 hours, and Sherry did some over the weekend, this will turn into a winter wonderland. And some of that, I think, is taking place as I'm doing the show right now. So I'll come back and tell you what happened with me trying to do the uh, the Thanksgiving, Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, which was hilarious. I think y'all were raised on me about that. And, uh, and then the Christmas lights are going up here at Burgess House as we're doing the show. Wow. 
So, so it is happening. I, so I'm we may see that. a ladder behind you out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you may yeah. see that. I see activity going on right now. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us uh, as we are starting the Christmas season officially today as we have in years past. And here we go right out of the gate starting the Christmas season uh, because of COVID and the pandemic. We can't even all be in the same. Yeah. I mean, hey, you can't even <laughs> you can't even have a kickoff of Christmas. <laughs> and uh, we don't we don't have the Adlers. We're playing a trailer for their thing. I'm not there in the room with you. I mean, there's <clears> gifts <throat> for the 12 working days of Christmas. Um, you know, everything is just different this year. I know we're all ready for it to be over. Um, I was, um, if the, if the rapid testing is accurate, I was exposed to COVID, uh, on uh, Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving when me and the boys did a little deer hunting, my oldest son has tested positive for COVID. So I'm just working through the process. I'll be, uh, uh, get the three day test tomorrow after the show. That'll be my fifth day since exposure. Uh, and then about three days later, we should have the results. If it's negative, I'll come back to work. If it's positive, I'll stay until the quarantine numbers. And the CDC has taken that back to 10 days now. Uh, our doctor says that is looking pretty consistent, that after nine days, uh, you're no longer contagious. Um, but, again, that could change on any given day. But but that's the way it is right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it's uh, not like it hadn't moved around already. The CDC right. kind of had. Yeah. I know they're saying as the science becomes available, but if you're just scoring it at home, it looks like it's all over the road. A lot of things. Well, uh, I did get one. For, I'll talk Christmas season, but I did get one. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of uh, friends that are Democrats. Um, <laughs> and I'm not sure even the friends that say they're Democrats right now are Democrats. I think they just hate Trump. I'm not sure that's the same thing. Uh, but <laughs> Are I, there I faking get, being I, your friend, one or the other? Right. Right? Yeah, well, acquaintance is a better word. Yeah. Uh, but I was, uh, I just got a text from one of them saying, when is gloat day? So <laughs> oh when, when will we do the official, everybody gets to, well, I, I think, I think we've got to wait till the final hammer is down. I think it right. would be premature until we have the Supreme court, uh, putting this to bed and it is headed their way. So, you know, it, it's out there, but look, uh, there's no need to rush. Uh, right. Al Gore versus Bush that went on 37 days. We're still well within that window. Yeah, the uh, and and plus, like the Palma said, uh, <laughs> right. I, I'm just kidding. So, uh, so we're so going to give you gloat let me day. Give you my, embar- my embarrassing it. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade thing first. You, you know, I'm trying as I get older. All of you have noticed that I've become more gentle. Sure. Uh, I, I think that may be, you know, a combination of sanctification and age and, <laughs> and, you know, low testosterone. So I'm, 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 I'm finding myself to being more open, you know, to try new things and, you know, Burgesses don't like new things and, uh, we're pretty set in our ways. And so I normally do not watch the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. It's just, I'm not interested in it. You know, Greg and I are not big parade people, <laughs> but, but I thought to myself and, and my wife, you know, we we had Thanksgiving here at our house, much smaller numbers. Uh, apparently, we've been okay if we had one less, but mm-hmm. but the much smaller numbers. Uh, and so Sherry was was having to provide everything other than what my sister was going to bring, uh, which was just the sweet potato casserole. 
So we, we got to do the big Turkey and we got, and it was perfect. The food was fantastic. So Sherry said to me, you are one big distraction. Will you please go find something to do? Because you being in here in the kitchen, trying to get into what the food and all this, you're a huge distraction. Go watch the, the Macy's thing or something. Oh. And so, so I'm like, okay. So I got, but again, I'm not Macy's savvy. Okay. And it's COVID and it's confusing. So I'm sitting there watching it. And I realized pretty quick that these people I'm watching, which by the way, they were, they were all bips because they were over exuberant. Oh yeah. You know? yeah they're yeah. selling and, it. They're selling it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I realized, <laughs> and I kept noticing there was a huge crowd watching the parade and i'm like wait a minute i, I thought there nobody was going to be out there i mean does 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 you know uh this commander you know uh, de blasio and and does 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 king cuomo know about this and and i'm like uh this this doesn't where that's a lot of people and and so i'm confused and then all of a sudden the guy says and and here's what here's what we saw last year and I realize that I'm watching the wrong channel. Oh no! And, and the channel I'm watching is CBS, and they're showing highlights from last year. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yeah, not I even saw, showing the live thing. I saw that. You know, Greg and I both got burned on the Air Force game a couple of weeks yeah. ago too. I thought, wow, they're just throwing uh, care to the wind here. And then I, I saw 2019 up there. Yeah. Well, see, I they they just would talk a minute, and somebody current like on Zoom. Here's a guy that did our coverage last year, but now he's in his house who was our a guy on the street. And then they would kick to here's blues clues from last year, you know, and, and then they gave some prop to the Filipino kid for being the first Filipino to, to host a show. I don't know. You know, we're all into first now, uh, but, but anyway, so, and, and Derek Mason tried to get him to come play for Vanderbilt. Right, I mean? right. So, so I'm totally confused. So I go upstairs and say, well, they're not having the parade. I said, it must've canceled it. I said, because what they're doing that doing right now is just highlights from last year, and then I start looking and I see that it, it it's there's nothing that says it was canceled. No, and I'm like, well, why am I not seeing it? And then I finally was told, you're on the wrong network. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 NBC <laughs> is carrying this, Rick. You're on the wrong <laughs> network. So I I never saw it. I tried. Well, um, it, it, you didn't you miss know, much, Rick. It, it, I, I'm not too sure I hadn't rather see a replay from last year mm. uh, because, you know, we talked about it, We did the story. They only went one block. They didn't allow anybody there. So you see the float coming up. And, I mean, I don't know that it's one block watching it on TV. If, I, if I'd just seen that, I would assume it was like every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, but you, you, they don't have the people standing there. I wish they'd have put cutouts, honestly, something <laughs> to make it look like a crowd. And – I don't know if the talent just said I'm gonna flag it this year, and they went to the the B and C level. But I I just didn't know who some of these people were, and the lip syncing is usually an issue in this, and it, it was yeah. at an all time uh, awful level this year. Yeah, Speedy said he turned it off, and then you said that even your kids didn't know who these people were. Yeah, I mean they didn't even know. I mean it's you know some some YouTuber or something. I'm like who is that? Well, I didn't stay with. Why it are long they en- singing? Yeah, I didn't stay with it long enough. Uh, to see if they had different camera angles. But what I saw, it was like the camera angle was underneath the balloon. So it's like you were looking straight up, and it's like, oh, well, look at there. You know, Did they ever show a wide shot of the balloons? I, don't what, ask what me, I Speedy. Saw I'm on was, CBS I mean, watching reruns. I know. <laughs> did anybody stay with it long enough to even see? You, no? You know, it's like there's so many floats that they're going to ha- have anyway, 
and they come in and they it's like all of them feel obligated to put somebody on it who's mm-hmm. singing or yeah, something. Right. I don't know. You know, I told you when we were there, it was it was really neat, and we saw a upstart group called Boys to Men that were pretty good. So uh, I don't know, but we at least we knew who they were. Yeah, they, at least they had had a hit. So. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some well, of these others did. I just right. didn't know who it was. Well, Rick, you, you know, it didn't air. So I mean, okay, I I don't know what I was watching, but I mean, it was. Uh, I, I love I how you come back into the quick. kitchen, you know, with all this confidence about. Well, it's not on. I guess something happened. Well, they canceled it. They canceled it. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I'd so almost anyway, I'd almost rather have watched the Gadsden Christmas Parade hosted by by Jay Holland. You know, oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> shout out to Jay. Throwback to the old days, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, I, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, gosh, that's good. But it, it's just this year, everything is just. I mean, don't. I think we all have that that feeling, like we say, "Y'all come on out, they got us." Mm. I, I think I think we just have this feeling of if we could just call it off, we would just <laughs> just call it all off and, and try again. And God love you, the little Christmas queen uh, upstairs. She's she's trying so hard. You know, oh, she's enough. running around yeah. put putting up all of her, her little carolers and all the little nutcrackers and all the, the different inside. And now the Christmas lights are as we speak and doing the show, they're going up outside. We're just going to flip them on and be loud. I can tell our neighborhood wonders why ours aren't on, on yet. So it's happening right now. And so we're going to, we're going to do the best we can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. Can I tell you one of my favorites is random shots of Greg when he's just rubbing his head and he made enough noise that, he, that it switches over automatically to him. <laughs> We'll be right back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show as we kick off the Christmas season. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Speedy, great job on the best of show on Black Friday. I hope that was beneficial to you. Uh, all of you out there that were that were you know you know America, America woke up a, a little bit and said hey we're we're gonna travel if we want to we're gonna shop if we want to I uh, I don't know what the numbers are but just looking around some of the parking lots uh, coming back from hunting on Friday uh, it looked like people got out uh, we'll talk about that coming up uh, a little bit later on as well uh, twelve working days of Christmas starts Thursday be listening for gift number one uh, how about this if I told you who who do you think recently was named by U.S. News and World Report as the best home security of 2020? Who do y'all think? I'm going to say Simply Safe. Well, Bubba, you'd be right. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. Simply Simply Safe dot com slash Bubba. I love this system. Uh, so many people do. You know, the origin of of this invention was people that are renting property not able to do security systems. <laughs> Because the old systems of the past were so intrusive. Of course, even if you didn't have that situation, the old systems of the past, uh, you didn't really like that in your own home. You had to sit around and wait for an installation crew all day. Uh, they lock you into contracts uh, where there can be hidden fees and you're not sure how to get out. Well, with simplysafebubba.com, you're under no contract. You're monitored 24-7 for about $15 a month. You install it yourself. And, and right now, it's simplysafebubba.com. You know, for for Cyber Monday, uh, we're going to throw in. We're going to do two things for you today. Now, remember, this is today only. It is Cyber Monday. SimplySafeBubba.com will get you 50% off. Hello. 50% off using our URL. 
simplysafebubba.com and we'll throw in a free security camera. So for Cyber Monday, 50% off and a free security camera by going to simplysafebubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, we're trying so hard uh, to see if we can limp home with some semblance of a football season. During 2020, we talked about how college has been affected. The NFL, the stories just get weirder by the day. Uh, if you're a 49er, you, you you will not be home for Christmas. Is, what's happening? Well, the 49ers uh, had a big win over their rival, the Rams, this weekend, 23-20. to 20. I think they've beat them both times this year that they've played. And, uh, but they got some bad news, Rick. It appears that Santa Clara County, which is the home of the 49ers and their home field, Levi Stadium, will now be under new enhanced COVID-19 guidelines for professional college and youth sports, which means no contact sports of any place inside the county. Uh, the, uh, the legal counsel for the uh, Santa Clara County Commission said there would be no exceptions to that. The ban includes a 14-day quarantine for anyone traveling to the county from more than 150 miles away. The new orders go into a place officially on Monday. Uh, They said all recreational activity that includes physical contact or close proximity to persons outside one's household, including all contact sports, will be temporarily prohibited. Um, Now, they said that people who engage in other outdoor activities and recreations where social distancing can be maintained at all times will be allowed to continue. Now, this is a a particular problem for the 49ers. They still have two home games scheduled um, uh, that uh, would be affected, including December the 7th against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night and December the 13th against the Washington football team. Those games will have to be relocated out of the county, and the team will also have to find new practice facilities outside the county. Now, I saw one report yesterday that said if they even went back to that area, they would be quarantined for two weeks and unable to leave. So that meant that they could not return from their game in L.A. and that they had to go somewhere else because if they do, they're going to be locked out even from going to play in a game outside of that county. So basically, because one of the games is December the 13th, and currently, San Francisco, I, I think, is in the playoff hunt. Uh, they're last in their division, so I don't know. Well, for them, it may be good if it's over. Uh, th- I think they, they're last. They possibly year. may have to stay away all the way through Christmas. Now, this was one of the reports yesterday, and I don't know how much they knew at the time or not uh, of exactly what these rules were going to be, but it, it, it really has thrown a, a monkey wrench in their season. It also will affect Stanford and San Jose football teams as well as the NHL uh, San Jose Sharks. Uh, so they're, they're all going to have to find another place to go. Now there, there was one report today that they may relocate to Phoenix for the remainder of the season. Well, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, the, the, the coach at Happy, he said they were on a plane to Los Angeles to play, to play the Rams when you know the news came down. Of course, social media lights up. They don't get a chance to talk to their wives or any of their family, so now they're finding out on social media. He said it, he just felt like the county handled it poorly. There was no communication at all. And he said that we're going to be like NFL nomads for the last three weeks. You know, we're not going to have a home. 
Can you imagine trying to play professional football in California these days? Professional anything. Uh, you, you never know what the county's going to do. You don't know what they're going to do to you. I mean, what what are they going to do? I mean, I you, you and it you, does you make it worse that they are fourth in their division. And they have nothing to play for. They can't sit around and go, "Hey, guys, I know we can't see our families, but man, we are in the hunt. Let's keep at it." Right. They can't say that. No. All right, so Bubba, let me see if I understand the, the the story correctly. It's very confusing, Rick, and it all depends on which story you're looking at because it's one well, of t- those things that's been evolving all weekend. And there's there's rumor, and then there's truth. Well, so to Helmsy's point. Could these players be faced with a decision based on how, how much time it, it, we have till Christmas to end the season, say we're out so we can be home for our families or finish the meaningless season, but there's income. I mean, yeah. it may be meaningless as far yeah. as a bid for, for playoffs, but it's not meaningless as far as income. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess you're, you got to finish, right? Yeah, I mean, the NFL, you can't just call in and say we're not going to play. I mean, that right. doesn't work because mm-hmm. the teams you're playing may be affected by it. Yep. Right. So, I, I don't know. I don't know how the Cardinal schedule looks. I don't know how they're going to match up and mesh those together. Well, it, it, I think this is a great time, again, for Birmingham to get involved and offer the old gray lady as a home field for the 49ers. Yeah. Well, they're working with two teams, <laughs> the, the, the uh, um, Arizona and also the Cowboys. Uh, it says they um, – it looks like there there's not any uh, game day conflicts, uh, and I think their next game is a Monday night game against Buffalo. So, but they've got some things to figure out. You know, I think they're going to f- figure out where to play a game. It's just where you practice. Well, the Rick, their whole their basically their whole operations building is locked down. They can't go back to it. If you go back to it, you're not going to be able to leave. Yeah. So By the way, what, what do you do? You do? at your office you really need. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, don't you, don't you hope you carried your laptop with you when you left? <laughs> oh, my God. Or well, you left your wallet at night. Well, and, and then we had this story over the weekend. And do I have this right? The Denver Broncos, because of contact tracing and COVID, had no quarterbacks. So they let a wide receiver play who had played quarterback in high school or, or college. college. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the quarterbacks who, you know, they work together, study together uh, during the week. One of them tested positive, and because of contact tracing, that meant all the quarterbacks were now ineligible. They had to go on the COVID-19 IR list, if you would. And Denver had asked the NFL to postpone the game, and they wouldn't do it, which looked kind of strange since they had taken the Ravens and Steelers game and moved it like three different times. But apparently – there were some pictures of the quarterbacks hanging out together not wearing a mask. And that made the NFL mad so they wouldn't give them a break. Them. I, I just, huh. if I could, real quick, but masks, I mean, they, they might have had them on. Or might, I mean, I, I understand we can argue what masks do and what, what they don't. I've seen, you know, people go through what a mask can stop and what kind you wear and all this kind of stuff. But that would, might not stop them. It's just like um, – Well, it doesn't I, matter. The, the, it's, a, it's an NFL rule. I understand, but like the Saints and the Patriots, for instance. The Saints just got fined, I think, another $500,000. 250 I know of. Uh, because yeah. they were ce- – uh, Celebrating They were celebrating in their mask on. Yeah, go ahead. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, you're right, though. I mean, it was – in their own locker room, they were just celebrating the win, and they were just on the sideline together, y'all. And yeah. and well, they're in their own locker sense, room. They were fine. Said, this is the problem when you get into all the irrational legality of these are our rules. They don't make sense, but here they are. 
can I tell you, and I, I don't know who to give props to on this because I, I can't remember where I saw it now, but I have to laugh, and I know it's deeper, but still just from a headline standpoint or a quote standpoint, I should say, it was hilarious. I saw someone say, <laughs> if, Max, if, if masks work, why aren't they working? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so really let, just let that, let that simmer a minute. If masks work, then why aren't they working? Yeah. Well, they're the, going to, they're just going to say it'd be a lot worse if they wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I know. But yeah. that's still like, that's my point, but it's still a great line. Yeah, oh it yeah. Is. It is. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, in, the Saints, in the soundbite world, it's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. The Saints were fined 500,000. I think the Patriots 250. I think. Wow. Yeah. But I, I do have friends who uh, have tested positive with COVID that have had it. And they cannot tell you where they got it. They have no idea. They, yeah. they, they, they did everything that they were asked to do, wore the mask, did this, did that. They have no idea where they got it. Good night. So, so I mean, you know, uh, it's, uh, it, 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 we, it's all going to be things we learn as we go. We're doing the best we can. Yeah, but, you know, this is a pretty big deal because now the Saints, they also have to give up a seventh-round draft pick. For yeah, next year. yeah, they're losing a seventh round draft pick over not having their mask on and that, celebrating in the locker room together. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's no, it is. Nuts. It is. The whole thing's nuts. Uh, the Patriots three fifty. I'm sorry. Wow, if you want to find them, find them. But yeah. I, I don't know that I'd start taking draft picks. That yeah. seems like that's a little, little too much. We'll be back. Fourteen minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show we're back 866 we be big hope y'all had a great thanksgiving uh had a great black friday hope you enjoyed uh, the best of show on friday we kicked off a christmas season today everything's different greg and i are in remote studios at home uh we may or may not have been exposed to covid19 and we're doing our testing and then uh, we will return if we're negative if we're not We'll grind it out, and we'll stay here until we're done. So uh, so that's the situation. Uh, now, we had a big, big, big ruling while we were away. Bubba and I and, and Team Rick and Bubba, and not that we have to be you know, all that in-depth in our knowledge of the Constitution, to say over and over again that uh, the church is protected from the government, period, uh, and the Supreme Court, even when I think, if, Bubba, if I have it right, you can inform us, I think even Cuomo tried to do a take back and they wouldn't let him. They're like, no, 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 we're going to rule on this because this needs to be ruled on. Uh, and we had a big ruling for religious freedom over the uh, over the break. You know, Cuomo has uh, has locked everything down again, especially hard on the churches. Uh, he was having a, uh, you know, a little square off with some of the uh, Jewish folks there in the city about some of their get togethers, uh, threatening uh, big time fines on them. Well, it made its way all the way to the Supreme Court, and of course they ruled against Governor Cuomo five to four. He is blaming the new conservative majority on the Supreme Court for a decision late Wednesday against the state's COVID-19 restrictions on churches and places of worship. In remarks to reporters on Thursday, Cuomo said he thinks the ruling was really just an opportunity for the court to express its philosophy and politics he says they were making a statement with the vote. And you know what? Hey, I'm hoping they are a statement for the Constitution. Thank you, Bubba. Hey, Cuomo, no, this is what the Constitution says. <laughs> this is what it says. You do not have the power to tell a synagogue, 
a mosque or a church, whether they can meet or not. You do not have the authority to do that. Constitution says they are protected. It is a one-way wall, even though the, the wall part never even got into the Constitution. The Establishment Clause, all it talks about is we won't have an official Church of England, a government-run religion, and they there, there can be no laws passed of any kind to restrict the expression of religious convictions in this country, period. Well, you, you know, the, uh, the fact that the court had ruled against these type things twice before, I think it was in Nevada and one other state, five to four, this was back when Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was still on the court. Now that, that seat is flipped to Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. It is a conservative majority now, and they certainly showed uh, that they could stick together. Now, Chief Justice Roberts went with the liberals again, which uh, that's a whole other story. I don't know what, what they – I don't know if he was just a bad pick to begin with or what his deal was. Uh, you know, you have that slow fade, it seems like. When they get there, they all start drifting to the left. But thank goodness for uh, the judges who have been so solid in their beliefs of the Constitution, the original intent, and has ruled on that. Um, Amy Coney Barrett went with the conservatives in this. It was the, the change to vote that made a difference in this. And you know, again, there, there's there's limits of, of and there's there's common sense what some of these churches ought to be doing, but it's up to them to make that decision, not the federal government. It's very clear. It's it's an eighth grade civics level. I don't know why this was ever even voted the other way to begin with. Yeah, because here's the deal: church services can be available to you, but you no one drags you out of the house and makes you go to one. Uh, so if, if, if the church is meeting and you don't think you should be there, then don't go. Uh, but the government cannot tell the church when it's open, when it's not. Now, Gorsuch, did you see some of his mm -hmm. quotes, but he, yeah. he laid it down and, uh, he, he said, you know, he said, I find it very convenient. And he even called it. He said that the secular movement in this country is trying to use this. And what they're saying is somebody cannot go buy wine. I mean, somebody can go buy wine. Somebody can go to the grocery store. They can go to the Home Depot or the the, the Lowe's, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, Bottom go get lottery says, tickets. Yeah, I, I find it convenient that uh, people with a secular worldview are trying to use this as an opportunity to not just to deny the church the constitutional freedom, but to treat the church differently than they do other parts of society. Yeah, it's it's really mind-boggling to me. I mean, like I say, we're <laughs> our qualifications are we had civics in eighth grade, uh, but it, it's just so. I mean, it's written right there. It's so straightforward. I, I don't know how it ever got to this point. This the, you have to read things into the Constitution that are not there, and their job is to interpret it. And I, I'm glad right now that we have five pretty solid justices that I think in most cases, are going to do it that way. I mean, any of them could go off the range for a particular case, but, you know, thank goodness they're there to, to counterbalance what we've had. Well, I mean, this is a big, big deal because if, if you've looked throughout world history, which is one of the reasons why the founders put this in the Constitution, anytime there is a tyrannical, overreaching move, you know, every time the, the communists took over, I mean, there's some great 
and heart-wrenching stories from when the Soviet Union took over Romania. I mean, all the different pastors uh, and, and priests and fill in the blank all had to line up and swear allegiance to the Soviet Union. Uh, and, uh, and if they didn't do that, uh, meaning that the Soviet Union now is placed in the all-encompassing place, they were, they were put in jail. And there's, there's a great story, and I think it's in the book called Tortured for God. I think I remember that right. I can't remember the, the pastor's name right offhand. But he and his wife were in line, and she said, you realize they are spitting on Jesus. And he looked at her, and he said, if I say that, then you're not going to have a husband. And you know what her response was? Well, I don't want a coward for a husband. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 w- I would rather have a husband who stands up for the faith in jail than to have a coward at home with me. And of course he stood up and got put in jail for 14 years and they put her in a, in in a worker's camp. But, uh, but see this religious freedom, we cannot give ground on it because it, when it goes, then you're on the road uh, to, uh, to a tyrannical overreaching government that says we are now to be worshiped, not your religious conviction. Well, and two, it just shows inconsistencies when they were trying to shut churches down, but they were letting protests go because they said, this is such a precious right. We can't interfere with that right. Well, you can't interfere with the church either. So if we're going to play that game, you've already opened the door, pal. Sorry. Churches are meeting are just as beautiful as protests. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show coming to you from two locations today. Greg and I are in home studios, Speedy, the real uh, uh, Speedy, Helmsy, and Adler, <laughs> along with Bill Bubba Bussy, who will bring in here momentarily, all there at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Uh, we are kicking off the Christmas season here today. Uh, everything's changed because of COVID. Uh, we haven't kicked it off the same way as we normally do, but we will start uh, the 12 working days of Christmas this Thursday with gift number one. So be paying attention. We'll go 12 days in a row, working days in a row, and we'll get down to this year's big year ender, which also I'm sure will be much different, uh, and that is on December the 18th. So welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Busby. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, and we hope that all of you had a great Thanksgiving Day weekend and that you are gearing up for what's going to be a different and challenging but yet very important Christmas season. Yeah, somehow I feel like Cyber Monday today will will uh, eclipse uh, Black Friday uh, as uh, cyber shopping has become pretty normal anyway, but with COVID, it, it's probably only increased. be interesting to see those numbers. Shop rickandbubba.com under the store for all those great gift ideas for the Rick and Bubba fan, including if you're watching, I'm wearing the Rick and Bubba hoodie right now. By the way, love our hoodie. Uh, so let's, uh, let's talk about a couple of things, a couple of items. Uh, number one, you know, there's always been a dilemma on this show concerning safety. And we seem to have a different look at our safety when it does not involve food. We've talked about that for years here on the program. So I have been contacted, you know, I just mentioned the big year ender and I was contacted, uh, last week, I guess it was Wednesday when we were all going on the long weekend from Gary, the bulldozer man, the spur master. And he said, hey, is y'all going to have anybody up there at the big year ender? Mm-hmm. And I said, no. I said, we, we won't. Well, I was going to bring y'all some pies. 
And and I thought, well, <laughs> uh, you know, you can always leave them at the door. Yeah, yeah. Gary works outside. You know, I right, mean, there's yeah. all kinds of positives <laughs> there, but yeah, he wears a mask. Yeah, usually works alone. Uh, but um, so th- that could be a dilemma for us. But just know that that's out there. We mm-hmm. we've got a, a while. We've got about you know 18 days till we have to worry about that. But yeah. Um, but then you know I was uh, my sister. And her kids came to the house. That's that's all we had, is uh, Sherry and I gathered with my sister, uh, and her kids for Thanksgiving, and Sherry and and the three boys, uh, and then my sister and her three kids. Uh, so my my, you know this, Greg. Our sister has had a tradition for years that she has these girlfriends, and once they get home from Thanksgiving, uh, they oh, go yeah. ahead and they all get together and have a have a little sleepover. And then they start the the Black Friday shopping, you know, that night if things are open and they put on their pajamas and their or sweatpants, pull the hair back in a ponytail, and they go they go get after it. Well, with oh, COVID, yeah. yeah, with COVID, you 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 can't do that. And, and so they they were you could, but they were kind of deciding that they didn't want to do that. And uh, now she has a very hilarious story. Do you remember this one, Greg? Where with one of her girlfriends told them they need to lock arms because they were shopping near the interstate and, and that, that, that friend of hers was worried that they could be captured and put in the sex trade. Do you remember that? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause that happens. Yeah. To oh, which my man. sister looked at her and said, you know, the people that are in that business are horrible people, but I don't think we are what they're looking for. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I think we're safe, but, uh, but anyway, so <laughs> she said that they were going to do this exact same thing, but what they did is they got together got their pajamas, pulled the hair back just like they normally do and got all their snacks out and all their, all, all their, their little gathering. And they just then turned around, got on their computers and shopped online. <laughs> now, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's good. And, uh, and they still had the gathering, just didn't, didn't get out in it, uh, still but, did t- shopping. but yeah. then turned around and shopped online. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Well, you gotta be creative nowadays. Good for them. Yeah. So did, did I, I looked around, you know, we, we hunted on Friday, uh, me and the, the three boys. So, uh, so we, uh, actually two of the boys, one, one couldn't go, but so we were on our way back and we, we did meet the one that couldn't hunt with us for dinner and we ate dinner near a place where people shop and, and it looked, it, it looked pretty crowded considering, you yeah. know, the situation that we're in, did y'all get any other indications on how, how that was as far as people shopping in person? You know, the some of the video I saw looked like some places were almost like normal. And then you had a yeah. couple of places look deserted in New York City. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it had to do where you were. I think, um, you know, I, I don't think they're probably going to have record numbers, but I think they still probably had a good turnout. A lot of these places have, have rolled their Black Friday out to like a month long or yeah. at least weeks yeah. long. And, and I think some of that's helped too. So we'll see. I'm sure we'll have a lot more numbers coming in today and tomorrow about how this weekend went. And of course, Cyber Monday, which I do think will be of record proportion. Yeah, I, I would, I would think so. And, you know, I know like even in our store, uh, one of the things that we're having to do is, is we're saying we got to cut off orders. If you want to buy Christmas, yeah. uh, December 15th, because there is some concern you know, that the shipping situation under all this is not what it normally is either. Yeah, well, I knew when I had an Amazon driver pull up my driveway this morning about 4.30, and uh, he was still trying to get last night's delivery done, that they were running a little behind. 
Wow. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, hey, they're making some late deliveries right now. I mean, really late. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah it's a different world. Well, Last night, Lisa brought up Cyber Monday. I said, well, from what I see every day, it's Cyber Monday every day here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's count the we, boxes we get at the packages. We've been getting packages for at least a year. I mean, I... <laughs> How many a day you think, Greg? Oh, they, they'll at least be four, you know, <laughs> yeah, in a big agree. group. And then, then you got the little bitty envelopes that are padded. You got to count them, too. Yeah, we get yeah, them crammed you know. in the mailbox. Yeah, something came in the Yeah, all that stuff them right in there. Something was at the front door the other day, and Terry's like, well, I don't remember ordering that. I'm like, well, that's the problem, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we're forgetting what we're ordering. But, uh, yeah, we're... but coming home from the best of on Friday, Rick, to your point, I, I kind of, uh, what I normally track, I had to make a stop on the way. I saw it, like, it was like, some areas were really packed, and then others it was like a ghost town. You could tell which ones were open, which ones were closed, and some were just in normal business hours. They didn't have special hours, so it was kind of strange, but then you would run up on a little pocket of busyness, and then it would kind of go back to nothing. Yeah, it, it, you know, I found out some things, uh, you know, with me driving this new Hendrick truck with a lift kit on it. Yeah. You know, and this is this has been something that, you know, as I've said, I love it. It's, it's drawing a lot of attention. Uh, my, my sons think I'm super hip. Uh, but, but again, I'm one injury for not being able to get in and out of it. <laughs> oh, so, so I'm walking anyway, with a limp right now, Rick, from getting in and out of mine. <laughs> all right. Well, let me ask you this, Bubba. I don't know which one of ours is, if they're the same height. I know mine is on up there. And, uh, my oldest son saw it for the first time and he said, this is up higher than I even thought. So, you know, we're all getting older now. So you, you have your, your monthly prescriptions of, of your cholesterol medicine, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, your, your blood pressure medicine, you know, what, whatever it may be. Well, you know, they do the automatic refill, so mm-hmm. you have to go by and get them. I couldn't get it. I, I, I was in the truck, and, and I went by to get, I don't know which one it was. I think it was the <laughs> cholesterol medicine. And when she put the drawer out, I couldn't reach it. <laughs> it was yeah. too far down. You have to and, undo and, your seatbelt, undo the door, and hang out. <laughs> No, I have got to do that. Too. I was hanging yeah. out, waist out, yeah. because I had to get enough bend in my body yeah. to get down there and get it out. You know what I mean? You got to be able to bend, or you can't get it. Rick, I don't know just from a <laughs> measurement standpoint who's got the highest one, but I know when I lean up against my truck, I to to get in, I have to raise my leg as high as the top of my pants pocket in the back. And and Bubba, you know, I've been wanting to get down the parking deck and see you get in that. Well, yeah, let I me tell you how. You. Let me tell you how I do it. I have to lean back at about a forty-five degree angle. Left hand gets a hold of the handle inside. Yeah, I throw my foot up there, <laughs> and then I jump and grab the steering wheel and pull with all my might. <laughs> Good wow. night, Bubba. Look, how about I felt the pharmacist? You know, they're they're not. God love them. You know, with everything, everything they're going through, they usually are pretty serious because they're in a real serious world. Oh, yeah. I, look, I, I looked in there. She was laughing her head off. She's like, I don't, I don't know what to do to help you, sir. And I said, no, I'll get it. And, 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 I, and I literally had to put my waist up on the windowsill so my body could bend down yeah. to grab it. I went and, through a drive-thru uh, the other day, Rick, and I told the girl, I said, just throw it to me. Just throw right. it. I'll get it. Just throw it in. If it gets in here, I'll eat it. Just uh, ring the window. Ring the y'all window. Gonna, y'all gonna pull a hamstring getting in and out of those things. Look, Rick, you brought it up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one 
21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to more of your phone calls probably coming up in the next segment. But we do have an update on the monolith. Uh, was it in Utah? Is that yeah, what it was? the unexplained monolith found in a remote area of southeastern Utah mysteriously disappeared over the weekend. You remember it came out of nowhere. Authorities announced Sunday that the sleek metal structure that inspired worldwide curiosity and theories of its origin after a team of public safety officers found it last week. Um, they, the uh, Bureau of Land Management, which handles more than 245 million acres of public land, said the illegally installed monolith was removed by an unknown party or parties. Now, um, th- this thing has drawn a lot of comparisons, not only what it looked like, to, but to the surroundings it was in to the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And, Rick, I had to get out part of that and show it this weekend uh, to some of the family so they would have a point of reference in this. And, wow, yes. I forgot how bad that monkey beat that other one up with that bone. I mean, he wore him out. All right. uh, I, I got to tell you, I, I haven't seen that since we saw a YouTuber box a former NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he clubbed him. You know this monolith. By the way, am I the only one that likes saying monolith? It's a little hard to say. I don't know how long to hold on the at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? So, Greg, you were saying too that that I mean, did it look like somebody's done this as a raise? They put it out there. Then they then they say they left something behind, like they had all relieved themselves or something. No. Yeah, the article I read it said I think they left the uh, like I don't know if they wrote in the dirt or what. It was like by blank like cuss word and then they had also took a leak there <laughs> that's the article i read <laughs> okay bubba is that showing in your article i, is I don't that major day no, I, I think that's only in the greg version i don't yeah. know what website he was on for that but i uh, think it was fox you got to read to the end though i we don't do that yeah. we don't ever do that <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let me ask you this. All right, is the helicopter pilots, you think they're in on it? Because how did they – all right, so yeah. they spotted this thing looking for, what was it, sheep yeah, or something? Yeah, they were counting bighorn sheep. Okay, and so they find it, okay, and, and it's just there. And then now it's just gone. Somebody, so, I think, again, I halfway read it like we do, that was going to it, saw a pickup truck going like the opposite way. They think that's who got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So know. aliens are driving pickup trucks now. <laughs> That's that, what it is. They'll do it. <laughs> you know that that was the rumor that it was extraterrestrial. You know they got sure. that going. Oh so. sure. You, you know we got to talk. You're gonna it's have funny, that. It's funny you said that because we were talking here at the house uh, over, over the weekend, and you know that uh, you know we, you get into this stuff, and I've always this has always been weird to me, especially those of us that have a biblical worldview. Okay. And I, and I said this again this weekend because doggone monolith and aliens and all this started up against the house. And I said, hey, guys, which means I'm talking to the sons, okay? So we can go to Ephesians chapter 6 and other places in Scripture, and we can see that there is a, another dimension of spiritual warfare featuring angels and demons that we believe to be the absolute truth. We, we, have, we have God coming to earth and, 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 and taking on human flesh, being 100% God, 100% man. We have all these things that we believe and hold to be dear as the absolute truth. And y'all need spacemen? Hmm? Uh, y'all need Bigfoot? I mean, 
isn't that enough? <laughs> is, isn't the spiritual dimension of angels and demons and, 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 and that, that we believe absolutely exists, is that never enough? I mean, it's almost like, well, but I'd like to have some spacemen too. I think we have plenty going on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bizarre stuff out there. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, and uh, it, it's interesting. I've noticed the alien people are a little they'll they'll talk down a little bit to the Bigfoot people. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, they're not yeah. on the same page. It's kind of like you they, think they're on the same page, but they're not. It's kind of like they feel like they're from space, so they're like smarter than you know some hairy creature roaming the woods that still hadn't come out and come, you know admitted he, he's around. Yeah, can anybody in any of these stories? And I know Greg, you hit on it. We rarely read them all the way through. Uh, is anybody give me a weight on this thing? How, how much does it weigh? Well, they they don't thin. know. They don't know because it was in the in the ground. There's your video of it. Yeah. So those guys that that that, that found it, they didn't go over and try to pick it up or anything. Is it heavy? <laughs> I don't think they could get it out of the ground. Yeah, it looked There's like no it. handles on it. Right. Okay. Just, I mean, I go ahead. This is just some guy I found on Instagram that actually went to the monolith before it was removed. He was he was uh, like using a magnet to see if it magnetized or anything like that. A uh, magnet did not work on it, so he's thinking it's made out of aluminum, and it, it, it looked to be three aluminum pieces, sheets, uh, riveted together. So with it using rivets, uh, I don't know, do you guys know, do aliens use rivets, a riveter? Well, I mean, if if I'd come, you know, light years across the galaxy, I would hope that I'm above rivet rivets at yeah. this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> rivet, uh, rivet, 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 rivet. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a frog, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> By the way, I've heard that intelligent beings in, that, that come to our Earth, they only use battery-operated chainsaws. <laughs> right, right. Somebody okay. say <laughs> Ribbit. By the way, a lot of guys out there get one of those from Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Bubba. I have been covered up with that email. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them out there. You know, the thing is, I, I'll give it to whoever put this thing out there. It's it's been a good one because if you're trying to play a great joke, you've pulled a good one because you had the whole world wondering what it is, and then this is what I love: they got back in there and got it without anybody seeing them. I know. It seems they're like very, somebody would put a webcam or, or something yeah. there. You know, yeah, they're, they're very savvy with their monolith. Let's give them props on that. Yeah, I mean, getting uh, that thing out there, getting it in the ground. I mean, that, that doesn't look like something you just set up yeah, with two a, old good old boys. You know what I mean? Put you a have some mobile out there. Or something. Yeah. Something get notifications when somebody walks. But by. how well, isn't it funny though? How much it looks like the scenery from two thousand and one. I mean, it looks like the almost the same spot that that other one was in. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Do you think that could be their inspiration, Bubba? Based off that? Oh, I mean, it has to be. That, it has to be. It can't just be a coincidence. I no, mean, that's probably I mean, if, if you, yeah, if you just wanted to do that, you put it out in a park somewhere. You don't have to drive so far. I, I think what's some uh, what's more interesting than anything is you know you can't keep secrets nowadays. Yeah. I mean, something always gets out. Something's leaked or whatever. Somebody hadn't come out and said, "Okay, I can tell you who it is." It yeah, is. somebody's got a picture on their phone of them doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because somebody's I, sitting back having a good laugh right now. Yeah, I would be. I'd be laughing hard <clears> if we'd done it. You know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody tell look, me it's look got the cure to COVID. In it. <laughs> Look, just look at where it is. Look at the everything around it. Yeah. Look at the environment, and then how much it looks like the other one. Where it is? Oh, all, all it's missing is a big, a big old, a big old bone, and two people wearing each other out on top of the head with it. Yeah. One group getting the water and hole from the other. Yeah, and the others yeah. are going. I think we'll have that back. I got a bone now. Come on over here. Let me club you with it.
<laughs> Let me tell you, when you were the first, when you were the first person to upgrade to a weapon, yeah. you, you now own the watering hole. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. you do. Yep, they, he learned quick. What was funny to me, sitting around in that pile of bones, just slapping them, and all of a sudden he realizes, wait a minute, I can do some, <laughs> I can do something with this, and he's popping in bones up there. It's funny. <laughs> Gosh, good yeah, stuff. He, he also went on to invent the first baseball bat. He just went ahead this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way ahead. So good. Right, and we'll thus we back. have Louisville we'll some of your yeah. phone calls. Uh, some of your phone calls coming up next. Eight six six. We be big. Harry Murdahl will get on the phones. We'll we'll take your phone call. See what's on your mind. Questions you may have. Comments you want to make. Topics you want to bring up. It belongs to you. When we come back, when the Rick and Bubba Show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, we're back. 35 minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Harry Murdahl on the phones. We'll take your phone calls coming up. So if you want to dial up now, uh, there is room for you. I do want to point you to what has really taken off. You know, even before the pandemic, HelloFresh.com was a tremendous idea. Now with the pandemic, it uh, it is a, a tremendous idea. And that is you're cutting down on your trips to the grocery store. Uh, the food is coming to your house. Uh, the meals are put in individual bags that you then prepare. You're still preparing it. You pick from their 22 different recipes they have up every week. Uh, and they have a variety. If you want to go family friendly, if you want to go, uh, hey, we're trying to go low calorie. Hey, over here, we're trying to do, you know, low carbs, whatever the case may be. They have it. Even vegetarians, they do. They got stuff for you too. Uh, so these are sent to you weekly. You can, uh, you know, set it up any way you want to. Uh, customize it week to week. If you're not going to be in town or you just don't want meals one week, you can stop it. It doesn't matter. Start it again. You put it together. Now you're going to save yourself about 40% on your total food bill. You're not going to have a lot of waste either because they're designed to come into your size family and be ready to go. So HelloFresh.com, go there right now, and uh, and you can have these meals on the table in as little as 20 minutes. You're still preparing the food. They're just taking out the shopping hassle. But if you use the code Bubba90, Bubba90, Bubba and the number 90, you're going to get $90 off your first order, and you're going to get free shipping. Okay, so all of this is included by going to HelloFresh.com using the code Bubba90. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. You, you hear the killer dog is getting after. <laughs> this, this This is the Christmas lights are going in, uh-huh. and now now they have they have found their way into the very dangerous buddy zone. I started oh, no. saying, is that Buddy making all that noise? Get yeah, it, buddy. Buddy's out there. Hey, Buddy. <clears throat> hey, yeah, sit down. <laughs> Now, and, Rick, and by the way, the, boy, the, the, boy, the boys have dressed him in a sweat jacket with a hoodie. <laughs> no way. Yeah, so he's, he's <laughs> he he's might have there. to make an appearance. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, it wouldn't take long. I mean, he's right there. All I have to do is just open that door, and he's right here in my lap, no problem. Uh, but uh, he's he's terrorizing people right now. You know how vicious he can be. Yeah, well, uh, somebody's on the property. So, all right, to the to the phones we All go. Eight six six. We be big. Where do we begin, Calvin? Let's go to Crestview, Florida. Jim has a solution for your big truck, Rick. All right, Jim. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you doing this morning? Good. <laughs> um, uh, you uh, have a real 
simple solution for your big truck thing is just get to one of those reachers like us old folks use to pick up stuff off of the floor and keep it in your truck to reach out the window when you go through a drive-thru. Uh-huh. By, by the way, Jim, that is a fantastic idea. <laughs> and I, I want, do they still have the kind that's an alligator mouth? <laughs> uh, matter of fact, I have two, and you can actually uh, – change the head of it to go from vertical to horizontal hey jim how, where do you where do you store that in your car <clears throat> uh i don't need one in my car i use i keep one in the house in the house right uh, i guess oh, if, okay. if it was in the car it'd be like an umbrella or, or something you well just just, over to the have side. it handy and to, yep. to for it not to be in the way it, that's gonna yeah. be if it's any length at all <laughs> right i mean yeah, yeah you, you just have to i guess I mean, you just lay it over there you laying, lay, on the other side of the console <laughs> yeah. in between the passenger seat and you i don't yeah. know you, yeah. you can't put it on the sun visor if you i could know? be no, behind no, you no you can't do that if i could By be behind way, you Greg, the way jim was talking is the way you've been talking all morning really yeah, just so you know. Great. <laughs> uh, Greg, did you did you I have we could end right there? <laughs> <laughs> you know how sometimes you have to hear an example? Yeah. You know, I think I'm just gonna sleep in tomorrow and hell with it. <laughs> uh, all right, Speedy, where are we going next? I'm sorry. All right, let's see here. Let's go to Donna in Alabama. Donna, what's up? Good morning, guys. Hey Donna. Can I say first, real quick, Helmsy's so nice on the phone when he answers the phone. Um, yeah, it's a nice change. Yeah, <laughs> he knows he's, he knows that Santa's watching. <laughs> I've got a good friend who, pre-Jesus, knew more about the spiritual world and the dark side than you would want to know. And according to her, um, aliens, Bigfoot, all that—that that is demonic. It's one and the same, and. Um, when I see these little cartoon aliens and people, you know, doing little funny things about Bigfoot, I always cringe because, according to her, that is demonic. Well, I mean, that could we've said a thousand times on the air uh, that that could be this the the solution. I don't know about Bigfoot, but uh, you know, like I say, the 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 Patterson film has solved that for us once and for all. If we can ever get a definite answer on that, but uh, but yeah, these things are likely uh, this this whole deal about I, I was taken on a ship or people probed me or, you know, took me away or in my room. Uh, if, if some of these people are pretty credible and I do think they experienced something, but uh, I'm with your friend. I think those, those, that experience was probably of the spiritual realm and not likely that it was someone who traveled from another planet. Yeah. We just don't know. I mean, you, you got to leave all options out there on the table and that's certainly one of them because we know it does exist. Uh, let's go yeah, to, if, they're, if they're traveling from other planets, they, they really don't seem to want to get around to what their purpose is. But, <laughs> uh, but go ahead. Uh, Richard in Montgomery. Richard. Uh, a couple of things. Number, uh, excuse me. Number one, road chat. <laughs> you uh, uh, The other thing is Bubba was reading uh, that article about the, uh, the statement about the monolith and said didn't know if it was moved by parties or, or party or parties. I'm thinking if everybody's there for the same reason, ain't they all the same party? <laughs> I, I I don't. That's just what the statement said from the uh, from the land management office. So I don't know. Uh, let's go. I, I think they were just saying they didn't know if one person got it or a group got it. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's Teamwork. Go, let's go to Nathan and Dadeville. Nathan, what's up? Mac, 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 mac. 
Hey guys, class of '96, how are y'all? We're great. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I uh, just had a question about Bubba's wallet. Is everything okay with that? Is uh, is everything uh, find its way back uh, the way it should be? Nathan, it all turned out very well. I added a little creamer to it to ta- to kind of calm it down, <laughs> yeah. and it's fine. You know, I've had a lot of go- uh, coffee questions. Uh, I spilled coffee on Bubba's wallet. If you didn't know that the other day, and. Um, yeah, uh, my kids have really been, I'm been on me about that. I'm gonna have to be careful when I get my card out to show I got a heart stent when I have to go through <laughs> the uh, the airport. But uh, you know, it got a little little damage on the corner. But other than that, everything came out pretty well. Yeah, Speedy yeah, I'm not was very to say quick. Speedy spent a lot of coffee, but we've asked Buzzbox for a re- refill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't believe I was gonna drink all that. Uh, let's go to John and Ardmore. Hey, Biggins, how y'all this morning? We're good. 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 Yeah, uh, Rick, and you can put this in the Rick and Bubba store, man. We, uh, you're you're a mechanical grabber that you're going to use in the truck. We got to find a way to bring back the old fashioned gun rack. Remember the gun rack that hung in the oh, back yeah. of the car? That'd be perfect for it, man. There you go. You can sell it out of the store as a unit. <laughs> well, you, you know the problem with a gun a rack <laughs> in, in the old days, you would see that, and you'd see somebody have a rifle or something up there. But now people will knock your window out to get it, so everybody's hiding them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, is the classic gun rack in the car, of course, Greg, we talked about, and the gun rack in your den uh, when we were growing up, yeah. is the gun rack in the car, is that over? Do people not do that anymore? I, I don't see them as much, near mm-hmm. as much as I used to. Now, what I do see are the ones that hang on the back of the seats in the front, so they're not up so high so you can see them. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember, Bubba, honestly, in our culture growing up, if you didn't have a gun rack in your truck, we thought that was weird. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if you were going to buy a used truck and it didn't have a gun rack, you'd go, well, you back out of the deal. Yeah. Go, I ain't getting that thing. I ain't got a gun rack in it. <laughs> how, how am I going to do that? Uh, let's go to Neil and Helena. Neil. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? We're great. How are you, Neil? Good, good. Doing fine. I never thought I would actually start out a conversation by saying, here's another example of a mysterious monolith that shows up out of nowhere with no no real questions, no real solutions. The Georgia Guidestones over in North Georgia that has all these, sounds like New World Order kind of instructions on how to build a perfect world. And one of these instructions is you've got to keep the population under 500,000. I don't know how they're going to bring that one about. Is that for the world or is that just for North Georgia? You got me. It, 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 I'm, this thing is made up of a whole bunch of marble slabs. They know for sure where the slabs came from. It was a monument company that put them up. But they don't know who paid for it or who wrote it or who's behind it or nothing. Hmm. Well, I, w- I would say if the aliens used a credit card, we ought to be able to trace that back. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to this. Let me get this straight. Am I living in an America where I cannot have a nativity scene on public property? But I can build a monument of how to take over the world and get the population down to half a million. <laughs> That's what it sounds that like. Sounds about right. Okay. Does anybody? Does that seem off balance a little bit? <laughs> Slightly. All right. We'll come back. We'll wrap up any stories we may have missed to get this hour done. Uh, when the Rick and Bubba show continues, don't forget Cyber Monday. Shop RickandBubba.com. Click on that store. Great gift ideas for the Rick and Bubba fans on your Christmas list. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 10 minutes to the 
top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show on this Cyber Monday. Uh, hopefully, you're getting all your Christmas shopping done. I know a lot of you did go ahead and go see family in much smaller numbers. We did the same thing, but unfortunately, uh, even in smaller numbers, uh, it's uh, possible. Well, it, if you believe the rapid test and all this, then I, uh, I was exposed to COVID uh, on Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, do I have it? We don't know. I get tested tomorrow uh, after the show on the three-day test. So we'll stay here until we know one way or the other. And if it turns out positive, I'll stay till I'm on the other side of it. If it turns out negative, I'll be back to work the next day. So we'll um, we'll check on that coming up. And Greg is also on location. He's going through a similar process. And we'll know something about Greg uh, pretty soon as well. So we'll just uh, follow the protocol, do the best that we can do. Uh, and here at the house, I must tell you, Christmas lights are going up. Hey, hey, Crest, let me tell the Crest something. Y'all about to get lit up tonight. Light it up, light it up, light it up. <laughs> uh, so the, 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 Chris, the Griswold Christmas lights will come on tonight. Uh, Christmas tree will be here tomorrow. So, uh, and Sherry's already set up all the other decorations. So we have officially started Christmas season here at House Burgess, but also the Rick and Bubba family. We have started the Christmas season today as well. It is a little different because of this year, but – the 12 working days of Christmas, Bill Bubba Bussy, mm-hmm. will be unchanged, and it starts on Thursday. That's right. We'll have uh, 12 great gifts. Of course, it's the 10 working days of Christmas right now at this sure. exact moment, but we, we'll be up to 12 by the time we start. All right, so I know that we had some pretty amazing stories that happened while we were away. What is this about this person who's who – is this a sailboat uh, – Well, know, it's, Rick, it's a wacky world oh, story is what oh, it is. Oh, huh? Okay. Oh, Rick Stewart B, 62 years old, set off in his boat for the open water of Florida on Friday at 4 p.m. When he didn't return, his family raised the alarm knowing he would not usually stay out in the open ocean for more than 24 hours. His boat broke down after suffering technical problems on Saturday and began to sink in the early mornings, uh, early morning hours of Sunday. The Coast Guard ran patrols and even sent a Hercules C-130 aircraft to search for him. He was picked up by the crew of a passing container ship 86 miles from the shore on Sunday morning, clinging to the bow of his boat sticking out of the water. Can you what? imagine that? Oh my. <laughs> so he, he floated that way. How long was he that way? Uh, he had to be there for, uh, let's see, set off the open water Friday at 4, and he was, uh, he was picked up Sunday morning. So he spent a day and a half out there. So when you say clinging to part of the boat, that means at some point he 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 was he he was out of the boat clinging to the mm-hmm. yeah you see uh, it we got a picture of it up here when they they rescued him so it it sunk about ninety percent of it just with the very tip of it and he was hanging on to it had to spin that way overnight mm-hmm. yeah can you imagine guys mm. can you imagine Mm-mm. Rick being he's in that situation he's eighty six miles out in the water uh, he would be east of Port Canaveral Florida yeah. I would, I would like to ask the Burgess brothers, I mean, anything in your being that would want to go by yourself sailing out into the open water? That's a big zip. Okay. Maybe Chocolaca Creek. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Big Papa didn't sail. That's what I, I thought. A, I, don't, I don't sail. 
<laughs> uh, that is not my thing. Don't want to no. be on a sailboat. Don't want to sail. Well, I, was he on? Was it a sailboat? Did I don't sail? know. A sailor or something. He's on a boat. Let's like you're yeah, out in the yeah, water it's by some yourself. boat. I mean, pontoon, whatever. I mean, he, he's still out in the. It looked like it was a pretty big boat, but still, you're out there by yourself. I mean, that, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Should you, you should carry a wingman way out there. Nobody right? wants yeah, to go with him. Uh, I yeah, think there'd be two stranded people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Greg, have you ever wanted to sail straight up? No, I have not. I've just never. How about this? I'm not real choked up being out in the middle of the ocean. I can't see land. I'm not choked up about that. <laughs> okay, he was in a he was in a stingray boat. Um, and it, it's a you know it's what we would call a a, a fairly large speedboat like you would have or see on the oh, lake. Oh, okay. Like a sure enough boat. Yeah, I cigar mean, it's, boat. It's pretty good. It looks mm-hmm. like it's uh, you know it's probably uh, it doesn't say here, but I, I'm going to guess you know thirty foot long, something like that. Yeah, it's just sticking okay, up so out I, of the water. Yeah, I picked I pictured thirty two foot. So that, that, I did that's too. Thirty two foot, by the way. Bubba, somebody sent me something over the weekend. I don't know if you got it. You know how these different things you can go get, and we have a, a sponsor there in the, in the Birmingham area that we used uh, down at the farm, and they kind of specialize in things for cabins or lake houses and that kind of thing. Right. And um, they're, they're, they're called Siebel's. But anyway, but right. it, it, there are stores like that everywhere. But anyway, so somebody sent me, and I thought about getting it for you, but I know you're Baptist, so I didn't want to. <laughs> But it but it said the difference between uh, the pontoon captain versus a real captain of a boat. Right, right. And it, and it says, well, he's the same thing, only more drunk. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, not so, in our state, Rick. You can't consume alcohol while you're driving a, a no, motorized no. And, and that's why I didn't get it for you because right. I know it doesn't apply. But I just thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah it is funny. Though. <laughs> it is funny. They're it's pretty much funny. the same except for that. It's about as funny as me wearing that captain hat when I'm driving the pontoon boat. Still, still you do know, that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, Everybody loves to see have... the captain coming. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you got a pontoon boat, you got to get that hat. El Capitan yeah. is on the water. Oh, absolutely. Do they hear you coming before they see you with that music you play? Nah, probably not. You know, that's only on special occasions. Hey, are you known as the party boat? That's what I want to know. Listen, there's so many party boats. I fall so far down the <laughs> list. I'm unheard of. You know, I'm, I'm like BYU looking for a playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> are the denver broncos looking for a quarterback oh yeah. my gosh can you believe it's come to that y'all this this year we're living in i mean and, and look it shows no sign of stopping I yeah mean, we all act no. like we we want 2020 to be over but who's to say this isn't going to be 2021 you know well and we got it close we, we got enough issues on our hands if, if and i know rick what i'm about to say is a waste of air okay <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to say it just for me. If we could just get down to just the facts, ma'am, that would be great. If we would stop all the posturing and the politics and the, you know, the 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 trying to do a power grab while everybody's afraid. Look, can I tell all of you this? The truth of all this is enough to be concerned about. Yeah. Without without all the hyperbole and exaggerations and misinformation and and uh, you know it, it's uh, it's a serious deal enough to deal with because you know i don't think anybody and i may have it as we're talking right now wants to have it but but we got to stay out of the zone of of exaggeration and 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 using it for other reasons because then people don't take it serious because they can get to the point to think the whole thing's a scam which it's not but uh you know it's just um 
it's a very difficult time, but we just gonna have to learn to live with it and get to the other side of it. We don't have well, any choice. Well, you, you talking about you talking about perfect storm. Okay, you've got our traditional mainstream media, which has always been a little bit to the left. They've yep. they've gone full in now. Okay, mm-hmm. they're they're at Generation Z or X or whatever. I mean, they they're almost tabloid like now. You throw in social media, who's editing people and editing opinions, but yet they want the protection not to be sued over that. Uh, and you got a perfect storm. Throw in a a highly contested political uh, election. And then uh, throw in a worldwide pandemic. You you can't get a better storm than that. Mm. Boy, it's a dandy. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.